you. Steve, how are you doing? Oh, well, you know, fine. Steve Vines for a Thursday morning. The thing is, we're really tight for stuff today. We are. Um, wait a minute. Did something happen on Tuesday? They did. Well, it I did. don't know. I read the China Daily. It, 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 there was a small piece about it. I'm interested what their headline <laughs> actually was. Because well, the headline on... was, you know, thousands turn out to greet the 17th... No, the 17th anniversary of the glorious reunification of Hong Kong with the motherland. And there was a big picture yeah. of uh, somebody who... C-Y, 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 I can't remember his other name, um, who was there. A crying apparently. Freeman. Yes, tall, tall fella. Yeah, because on June the 4th, their headline was, was than everybody else. Occupy Central is now a joke, and I thought that was, that was a cracker for June the 4th. <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, I suppose they did have something to celebrate. But seriously, though. But seriously. I mean, but seriously, though. I mean, it was... Um, there, there will be this usual nonsense thing about the numbers. I, 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 yeah, that's out there, isn't it? It was out there. I, I have to say, I was, I, was, I was somewhere in the middle of Admiralty when somebody on a loudspeaker said... Uh, the police have just announced that there are 90-something thousand people in the crowd. And I can tell you, usually people are really angry about this, but everybody just laughed and just thought, well, they'd announced the turnout for the rally before it had even finished. So yeah. keen were they to get their number out there. Do you know? And they'd obviously been told... Because they, because this is now following a pattern, they'd obviously been told that the number of people they were to count would had to be less than six figures. So the the, the number they gave at that stage, I think, was ninety two thousand, and then they very magnanimously put it up to ninety six thousand three hundred and twenty four and a half, or some other nonsense figure. Yeah. But the fact of the matter was. And incidentally, it was more or less the same figure as they gave for the turnout for the um, June 4th anniversary rally, also in Victoria Park. But having been at both these events, I can tell you, and this is quite a good way of judging how big these things are. On, on June the 4th, both of the... Sorry, both. The, there are six pitches in the middle... Um, uh, yes. Of, ..of Victoria Park, which were completely jammed. And there's what they call the lawn area, which is to one side, which was also very packed. On Tuesday, not only were these areas filled, but as they emptied out, because people obviously were going on a march, they weren't sitting there as they were on June 4th, they then got filled again. Yeah. So it's inconceivable to me that it could possibly have been the same number of people. I mean, uh, oh, there's a word logic that seems to come in Well, there's a, third, there's a third figure that's turned up, which is HKU, <laughs> of putting something in the middle. I mean, really, Steve, as you say every time, what does it matter what, what does X, it Y, matter? and Z? It's a things. very, very large number but of people. Good old Facebook. I mean, it's never been better. Whatever you think of the things like this, the videos that people—it's now all videos. They were talking about Facebook on Backchat yeah. this morning. The trend is all videos, isn't it? Um, and there's a picture. There's a video of a cop, more or less, with his hand in his pocket and one of those clicker things. He's just standing there, going click, click, as people <laughs> walk past him. Click, just looking around. But you know. How do you count these things? It, it seems very, we're on the topic. It, it, it is very hard. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't really know how the organisers got their half-million figure either. But you just have a feel, which is why I don't think you need to get hung up about it. Well, I'll tell you what, Steve, I'm sure the PLA had a bunch of drones in the air. We there, should have well, just no, asked them. There was, them. in fact, a helicopter hovering around. I, 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 nobody came, popped out of the helicopter and said who they were, but I don't know what they were. That might have been a press thing. By drones, I don't mean people <laughs> driving the helicopter. I mean, actually, oh, oh, these oh, things with little... Drone, with with little yes. propellers on them yes. that you use for photography. <laughs> <laughs>
God, you're so modern. Yeah. Honestly, who knew? Um, but, but I mean, what is interesting, it, it, what, what, there are a number of things interesting. I mean, the first thing is, anybody who's depressed about Hong Kong mm. should have been there. And I, I tell you why. Because the crowd was overwhelmingly young. I mean, I felt like I'd just walked out of the ark compared with the other people who were there. So you've got this mass of quite young people who clearly have a high level of commitment to Hong Kong. Otherwise, why the hell would they have bothered to have gone there? And, you know, there was people on the platform saying, because we were waiting endlessly in Victoria Park just to get out, and it's because there were loads of people there. There were loads and loads of people there, and it was moving very slowly. And the, the people on the platform were saying, um, you know... I, and it, by then, it, everybody was drenched. I mean, I was like a... Uh, Cloud-seeding conspiracy. Cloud-seeding, yeah, yeah. yes. Um, I think that was Occupy Central did that, because they've done everything they must else. Have done. Everything that's bad that's happened in Hong Kong. Incidentally, I'll, let, let me just interrupt myself. You know the <laughs> stock market went up by about 300 points yesterday. Wow. Now, last week, the stock market went down and, and all these very sage people came up and said, oh, that's because of Occupy Central. So are we to draw the conclusion that because the stock market went up 300 points after the rally, that was also because of Occupy Central? Definitely. I'm, I'm just asking. Definitely. I don't know the answer to that. Absolutely. It might have been something to do with stocks and shares, but who knows? Anyway... After interrupting myself, the, 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 the thing was, everybody's standing there completely drenched, and the organisers are saying, you know, um, you know, it's really going to take a long time to get out of here. I know you're all very wet, I know, and then the sun came out, and I know you're all very hot, but, you know, please stay. And I looked around me, and I asked some people who were just standing there, and they said, well, of course we're going to stay. I mean, it, it was, you know, it was that kind of level, and... What also interests me is people are really angry. They're not just... I mean, there was, you know, people singing and chanting and, you know, what people sort of do at rallies. But when you ask people why they were there, they, they were really angry. Mm. And I don't think I've seen quite that level of anger since, and it's a horrible comparison to draw, but it is an at one, since 1989 after Tiananmen, when people were not only angry, they were very, very upset. There wasn't that level of emotion, but people were furious about what had happened. And people are really furious with this government. And I'm now wondering, because they so obviously want to fight, I mean, the only thing that the government has prepared in anticipation of the... Um, you know, the constitutional reform announcements, the only thing we know that they've prepared is prison spaces. I mean, isn't that staggering? All that we know that they've done by way of contingency planning, not, you know, how to reform the constitution, none of that nonsense. It's, oh, how can we get more people into a prison? Because lots of people are going to protest against this. Let's talk about this. Headline this morning, police re re release all 511 protesters. Let's take this one right down the middle, shall we? What are they supposed to go in? walk around and hand out Mars bars to people? I mean, I'm genuinely asking, what well, are they supposed I, to do I, in this I, situation? I don't, I don't think that there is really... Um, they, they, were, they were arrested for obstruction and taking part in... Uh, I, I presume these will be the charges, taking part in an unauthorised um, event. So, I mean, there, there, are, there are legal grounds to arrest these people. You, you may then question, well, what was the manner of the arrest? You know, were they manhandled? Were they given access to the lawyers? The evidence seems to be that that didn't happen. But what was interesting about that, 
And all these idiots who you heard in the week before the demonstration saying, you know, we've got to shut up the banks, we've got to worry about riots, is that even the people who arrested... So this is the so-called hardcore. These are the terrifying people who are going to let loose anarchy on the streets of Hong Kong. What did they do? Oh, that's right, they sat there and waited to be arrested. Mm. And then another group sat there and waited to be arrested. This is civil disobedience in the mode of civil disobedience in places which have it more of a tradition. You know, this is what the American civil rights... Um, demonstrators did this was what in in britain this is many years ago was something called the committee of 100 did who were protesting against nuclear weapons they they said look we will we understand that what we're doing is unlawful we understand that we're going to be arrested we're not going to fight the police we're going to sit there and let you take us away mm. so you know in that sense you could say things went rather better than expected. All this talk about how extremists were going to, you know, start looting and burning throughout the streets, none of that happened. Not one iota of that happened. And this is among people, remember, who have no experience of this. But that's why they wouldn't do anything. Well, you could say that when people have no experience of things, they, they become more erratic and more irrational because they, they don't know what to do. You know, they lash out. That didn't happen. They were extremely self-controlled. Whether the police really needed to arrest 500 people and block Central. I mean, this was the funny thing. People talk about blocking Central. Actually, what was blocking Central was the overwhelming volume of police vehicles. It wasn't people sitting outside Chater Garden. That wasn't actually the problem. But anyway, you know. Yeah. I'm sure history's going to be written as rapidly as, as, as possible. It's been interesting in the lead-up to all of this, the language that a lot of government people and indeed legislators have used there. I mean, <coughs> bringing up words like there will be this, there will be that. This is kind of, these, the, these are power words that get stuck into people's well, heads. As I say, and they're I the mean, ones who've been using these words. Y y you know, the only people who've been talking about violence, the only people who've been threatening disaster to Hong Kong, the only people who've been really determined to undermine the confidence of people in Hong Kong as a business centre have been the people who are supporting the government. It's quite extraordinary. They talk about stability and they talk up fear. They talk up images of riots. They talk up all sorts of levels of instability. Yet, it is they who claim to be the, you know, oh, we're all for stability. Nothing must be done to upset stability. Well, if you really believe that, why don't you just shut up? Mm. <laughs> just offer that as a piece of advice. Thank you. You've got a microphone, just abuse <laughs> it. Which isn't going to be taken by anybody on earth, but yeah. never mind. I, I'm, I'm really worried, though, that I do think that the orders that are being given through the very um, Beijing-friendly police commissioner are act as toughly as possible. We actually want a confrontation. This is what I fear more than anything else, is that there is no Come on, plan. Steve, I've had tougher Monday nights. These guys were just standing there. Just <laughs> no, I know, but they want, a, they want a confrontation. I mean, I think that the, 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 the master plan now is to provoke Hong Kong people into doing things that, that will have very unfortunate consequences. You can nick them for. Because, well, not yeah. only that, but I mean, if you... I mean, if you... And everybody now knows this. If you issue a, a so-called white paper 
a couple of weeks before the demonstration, whose main effect is propel, to propel more people onto the streets than you would ever have thought was possible, was to produce this enormous referendum of about 800,000 people. Then after the referendum is held, the line that comes out, and it's coming out from all these little creeps who, who, who claim that they're, they're entirely neutral, they say, oh, well, you can ignore the referendum because we knew all those people were, were, were thinking that way anyway. Wait a minute, hang on, let's work this out. If people are thinking that way, you can dis disregard their views. I mean... <laughs> the word is going round more and more that it's not Beijing per se that is getting up people's hooters. It's what you call the little creeps who live in Hong Kong. Well, I think it's, it's, I think it's both. I mean, you look at the latest um, opinion polls of um, support for the central people's government, which, in fact... Remember, during Donald Jung's uh, period of office, the Central People's Government had a higher level of support than the Hong Kong government. Now, both they're, they're, they're happy because both of them have this really tremendously low rating of support. Yeah. But in fact, the, the central government's ratings are, are going down precipitously because people just feel that um, they're not being listened to. But I think not being listened to, kind of people expect that because... That seems to be the norm, but positively shunned. That's what people don't like. Let's talk about this white paper for a second. There's an assumption that the events of the past few days and the white paper are, are connected. <coughs> I mean, it's fair to assume I that... I think it's a very, very firm assumption. No, but check it out. You know, yeah. if, if you're the boys upstairs, you'll say, we have a message, we're going to deliver it to these people. Oh, yeah, they've got some stuff going on down there in a few days, whatever. We want this message delivered and we want it delivered now. Well, there's two, two different explanations things. for that. The, the worst one, um, or maybe it isn't the worst one, well, let me offer them anyway. One is that, that they simply didn't have the kind of information that they needed, that the sort of emissaries they sent to Hong Kong, that, that all the people from Hong Kong's ruling elite who went up to Zhongnanhai to talk to the rulers simply said to them, you know, what we really need is a firm line from you because these Hong Kong people are getting out of control. They need to be told to behave. Yes. So maybe they acted in total ignorance of the effect it would have, or they were being deliberately... It's 11 o'clock right now, still in with Steve Vines. Quick email to put, put the end to this topic from Marty, who says, do the police base their crowd control measures on the PR-generated number of less than 100,000 when even Blind Freddy can see it was a lot more? Has politicisation of police really gone that far? Time to leave that topic, however. Well, yeah, I just think, uh, just just before we do move on, it, it, it's worth okay, talking about... not time about... to leave that No, 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 um, just a general area. Um, I think what people might want to be looking out for is, is, is a couple of key dates. First of all is July the 9th, yep. which will be when Carrie Lam, who apparently is still the Chief Secretary, even though she looks increasingly miserable every time she comes out, but never mind, she's still on the job. Um, she's going to come into LegCo, oh. assuming it's still there and still meeting, and will announce the government's response to the consultation exercise. Just remember, in all of this, that despite everybody else having said what they think should be the constitutional reform proposals on electing the chief executive in <laughs> 20, 2017, yeah. the government actually has still not given us one word of their thinking on this. So anyway, on uh, July 
as I say, July the 9th, we will have Carrie Lamb doing that. But, of course, the big boys, I mean, you know, what she says is, is, is very jolly. And, and what she'll probably say is that it's been a very big consultation exercise. It's been highly successful. But, of course, there are very divided opinions. So we'll have to think more. What she actually means is that the following month in August... There is the National People's Congress meeting. As you know, the National People's Congress, China's Parliament, only meets twice a year, such as its dynamism and, and positive function. And I think it's highly likely, and a lot of other people do, that in August, in the NPC meeting, the real plan, not the plan uh, introduced by the monkeys down here, but the plan produced by the grown-ups up there, will be announced. So, <laughs> shut up, sit down. Shut up, sit down, <laughs> and we, we're going to allow you to nominate the following people for chief executive, one of whom can both read and write. So, that would be good. Way to go. Tell you what, though, I'm going to give you a, a, bet, a bet now. A red, oh, a, bet. A, a red one from me to you says that when Carrie Lamb does that announcement, the, there are going to be certain phrases and words used. I reckon in accordance with is going to be one. Yes. Pragmatic has got to be in there. Yes. Realistic. Realistic, realistic might not be. <laughs> possible. No, I think realistic will be in there. And, and people's wishes. Humbly? Oh, I don't know. Do they still do humbly? Only when they get told off. Oh, I see. OK, humbly then. Pragmatic right. is in there. Pragmatic is definitely in there. But I think realistic, you'll find, is in there. Oh, and another word that will be in there. This, this is like 1984 for those... I know, you're getting a bit of, Orwellian this morning. If Ledgeco's still there. Yeah. No, but it, it, it's like, you know, 1984. So when, when there's lack of progress, the first thing they'll talk about is progress. They may well say going forward when, in fact, what they mean is going backwards. So, you know, if you, if you like 1984, you will love to be in LegCo on July the 9th. Here is an email from Douglas who says, The pandems just walked out of the CE's question time. I voted for a councillor to be in the chamber during these things and to be engaged. Asking tough questions, walking out accomplishes nothing. Our pandem camp councillors are a real letdown. Well, I, I, I honestly, I think Douglas has got a point, you know. Uh, what, but, but they're a letdown, but on the other hand, they are increasingly feeling the heat of public anger, and they do feel that they have to reflect it. And, and one of the ways they reflect it is by walking out. I, I totally agree with him. I don't think that was a very smart thing to do. But I think that now... The option of being a member of the pan-democratic camp and saying, oh, I'm going to be frightfully reasonable and frightfully nice, people just don't want that now. They well, want that, that, them to be on the barricades. Well, this is a good one, Douglas. Thanks for writing there, because that takes us on to another topic, talking about the pandems calling for head counts and quorum counts all the time. Why do they do that? Because these guys are off of the hairdressers unless it's something that interests them and things just get put well, no, off. Well, they're just doing it to stop. I know why. I know, I know, I know. But yeah. surely, it's, surely you must, you know, you can't just... T well, I mean, one of the only thing that, 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 that makes me happy about what's going on in Ledgeco, and goodness me... Oh, this me. There's so little to make you un make you happy, is that after the great debacle of the um, budget debate, mm -hmm. all of the pro-government people and remember th these are people who aren't elected by not all of them, but most of them aren't elected by anybody. They're elected by um, the, the rotten boroughs, so they're not really accountable to anybody. They were told by the comrades, "You now have to go to Ledgeco," you know. The long lunch is not allowed anymore. You've got to be there. And they're going, but... But do you remember some of the excuses have, a while we didn't ago? Have to go there. Some bloke was off getting his phone fixed. Somebody yeah. from the Liberal Party yeah, was getting yeah. his phone fixed. Uh, 
well, these bauxite phones are very bulky. That's all I can say. Well, we just had the news... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. London we, calling. We had the news at 10.30, and I've just got it in front of me here. The chief executive has criticised a protest within LegCo in which objects were hurled as pan-democrat lawmakers call for true democracy. Some of them held placards, others uh, threw paper. Paper! Not paper. Would you rather believe it? And un- unidentified objects... <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm shocked. An unidentified objects at Mr Lone who slammed their actions, saying he and other government officials had faced insulting language and aggressive behaviour. What's, what's an unidentified object-like object? Oh, oh, I don't know. I don't know, but it's very terrifying. They That's threw paper, though, but, Steve. Uh, I mean, it's, it's but honestly, over. I think, you know, now, Legco so clearly isn't the place where anything is being decided. People say you must have respect for the institution, but you have to have an re- institution that reflects people's views. In elected parliaments, legislators also behave very badly, but ultimately they say that they have to respect the institution because people voted for them to be there. But when half of the chamber is full of people who are voted for by absolutely nobody, and when they know that decisions that they take in the chamber have absolutely no effect on government policy because that's being decided outside the building. Nothing's actually being decided inside the building. People, it will disintegrate into this sort of rowdy farce. I mean, I don't think it's very dignified, but, you you know, if LegCo didn't meet for a year, would Hong Kong come to an end? I don't think so. I mean, it's a bit like the old Belgium government that that took two and a half years to, you know, to be formed because nobody could get a coalition together. And um, somehow Belgium struggled through. The clock went tick. The clock went tick. You know what's interesting about this, though? Uh, as we just said, about almost all the pandems walked out. They were talking about broken glass, security guards carried away four lawmakers while others left on their own. But I'll tell you, somebody who's having a quiet chuckle about this because he won't get the blame for it is, of course, long hair. Well, he, he <laughs> <laughs> this time, yes, um, his um, Avery, who, who's a member of his his party, was at the rally, um, obviously on, on July the first, and he, he he was he was telling the poems, oh, you know, Long has been unavailably detained; otherwise, he would be here today. <laughs> The Stanley Spar and Resort. Incidentally, he's now short hair. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. But it's rather cool because they always they always sort of pick on him. Well, I mean, in this instance, obviously they can't, and it looks like it's a bit worse well, than usual. Yeah, I mean, as I say, I, I, I don't. I think it's a bit of a sideshow, frankly. I really do. But but the mood of anger out there is really that's not really, to be underestimated. Really... All right, tell me about the Northeast New Territories thing, because well, that's I, not going to go away. This is very interesting. There were many people there on July 1st from the Northeast New Territories, people who have never taken part in a democracy rally before. Mm-hmm. And if you read um, the uh, official version of what happened, it was, oh, there was a big... There was a big sort of rally, but nobody really had a fixed purpose. There were all sorts of causes there. Does that matter? Well, but I think the fact is they all melded into one cause, which was fury and anger against the government. I mean, these people from the new territories were were, were joining the best of them in shouting for true democracy. Christine Fong, who who represents um, a constituency in, in the... Saikung District Council, Mm -hmm. who used to be a member of the Liberal Party, was there because she's been leading this campaign to stop the incinerator being built in the Zhengkwano area. And what unites all these people is this feeling that the Hong Kong elite 
is so detached, is so unresponsive to what people think that they may have different causes, but it all comes down to one root problem. It's a problem of governance. So you could say there's many, many causes and it's very confusing, but actually people are quite clear-headed about it. They say the problem is the government. The problem is the elite who rule this country or this city, as I believe we're supposed to call it. You're really That was, gosh, was that politically incorrect. Take me out and shoot me. (laughs) But the fact that very often um, they're criticised, for oh, they've got this axe to grind, this issue, that issue, I don't think it matters. No, I I mean, you you know, if if you really think the whole population just has one view on everything, you've obviously not got out very much. But if you think the whole population is moving towards a situation where they blame the government, you might be moving in the right direction.